And tell me a little bit about Prince Harry and, you know, what he said about drugs and the fact that he lives in the United States, because, of course, there are all sorts of people, both high and lowly, famous and infamous, who haven't been allowed to enter the United States if they've got any history of drug use or drug abuse. Yes, I, I believe Nigella Lawson yes. and Amy Winehouse are two who didn't get into the, uh, mm. into the United States. As long as he declared it on his form, I don't think there's any issue. And it was a few years ago. And presumably, if he revealed it on his immigration form, he would have actually said, you know, I did this, but I, I don't now. And my medical records and everything um, have proved, proved the case. And I think it's, yes, the Americans have very strict rules. Um, I'm sure he has adhered to them, but he hasn't helped himself um, by people, by drawing attention to it as he did and has done in his book Spare and, and, and actually saying that he still uses uh, drugs in a medicinal capacity since, uh, you know, the book came out and to help him through his problems. So I think um, it is an interesting development, but I'm pretty sure he won't be leaving uh, America under a cloud it, and booted out because of his drug use before he went to America. Rupert, I know you've got to go about your business, so thank you very much indeed. Let me bring in my guest, Caroline Aston, the Royal Commentator. Hello, Caroline. Lovely to have you on the, on the programme. Much to discuss today. Shall we start, Caroline, with the, um, the new portrait of the King and Queen? Uh, they're in blue. They look delightful. I'll hold it up so people who've been watching telly can see it if they haven't seen it already today. Um, tell me what you think of it, Caroline. Well, it couldn't be more different, could it, to the black and white Cecil Beaton images of the Queen back in 1953 before her coronation, where she wore an evening dress and a, a royal order and had a fender of diamonds on her head. And I think a rather slightly uncomfortable looking Prince Philip in full fig beside her. Here we have two people in their mid-70s, she wearing one of her favourite designer's dresses in that vivid blue. And above all else, Vanessa, they look happy. I mean, they really so do. They're smiling this, broadly. They really are. They, they do look happy. Are. And I, yeah. I think what Rupert was saying, this blend of both family and formality, which it will be the coronation, and there's this very modern feel to it all. If you like, the starch has been taken out of the crinoline <laughs> and we're left with a much easier to wear garment. And are you, are you like Rupert, not at all surprised that she's from now on going to be called as she is on the invitation to the coronation, simply Queen Camilla? Absolutely not surprised at all. And I'm sure at first the use of the term Queen Consort just after uh, Her Majesty the Queen's death was to differentiate. You know, when you say the Queen, I must admit, even I still don't see Camilla. I still have this image of the Queen I've known all my life. Mm. So calling her Queen Consort was a differentiation. And if you turn time back to 2005, when uh, then as Prince Charles... He married the former Mrs. Andrew Parker Bowles. Their then secretary, Sir Michael Pete, had the idea that when this occurrence happened and that the prince succeeded, uh, Camilla was going to be called Princess Consort. Yes. And that's kind of been dropped. And we all know that the Queen herself said before she died, mm. it was her sincere wish that Camilla enjoyed well, the title she was entitled to, yeah. as the wife of a king. Don't forget, you take the rank of your husband, yes, Mr. Yes. and Mrs. Lord and Lady Earl and Countess. And isn't there an American TV actress who now uh, 
it rejoices in the title Duchess of Sussex for exactly the same reason. So I was on this morning today and uh, Nick Ferrari, a broadcaster from a rival station, was aboard and he said when we were discussing this story that there's a caucus of people who still object to Camilla. They they hold a candle for, 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 for the late Princess Diana. I feel, I'm, I mean, I, I, I thought Diana was wonderful and I felt all sorts of things about Camilla at the time, but I've, I seem to have mellowed with the passage of time and also, I suppose, with seeing how happy uh, the King and Queen seem to be and, and, and also the excellent work that Camilla seems to be doing. So I've, I've sort of shifted my position, but he was saying that there's a, a hardcore of people who haven't still. Totally agree with that. But don't forget, I think a lot of people, I've been listening to people today, mm. some members of the general public, and they've been saying they feel affronted that uh, Camilla should be Queen Camilla because of the great example set by Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth mm -hmm. II. There's a kind of discrepancy going on in their heads. But I would make this point. Queen Elizabeth II was the sovereign. She was the heir, the child of George VI. Mm. So she was a sovereign lady. Camilla's title is an honorary one based on her marriage to the king, mm. the sovereign. Um, and that, I think, puts it in perspective maybe a little bit more. And about that invitation you were talking to yes. Elizabeth about, yes. I love it. Oh, good, because I, I felt I felt as if I'd somehow failed to grasp its naffness because I liked it immediately. I just thought it's it's gentle, it's pretty, it's it's it, it's nature, it's lovely things, it's it's decorative. I just thought it was lovely. I thought it was delightful. Well, Vanessa, that naffness is yeah. symbolic naffness, let's face it, because you've got wonderful wildflowers in there. We all know the king's ecological interest. Right at the bottom, that image of the old British folklore character, the green man. Yes. A symbol of newness, freshness, uh, a, a new rain beginning. You've got the crests at the top of it, and you've got wildlife. I think there's a ladybird and a bee. All of these things are symbolic, as is a fact, of course. It's printed on recycled card. I mean, how uh, green can you get? We all know the king's interest, and good for him that his uh, naff in inverted commas <laughs> invitation embraces all of that. There is a sprig of rosemary for remembrance too, I believe, and a sprig too of Lily of the Valley. And I really like the fact that the artist, Andrew Jameson, was so oh. modest about the whole thing. He didn't even tell his own wife. That. Well, there's always an element of secrecy about these things. And what a wonderful title for him, that he is a scribe. Yes, It lovely. sounds like something out of the Canterbury Tales, doesn't it? It does. It's delightful. Your, your, your view on Prince George being uh, a, an important participant in the coronation is going to be a page, as are Camilla's grand, grandsons. Well, I rather admire this. I mean, this is making it a family affair, as I said earlier. You've got this thread of family running through an extremely formal and important historic occasion. And if all goes according to plan, one day that little nine-year-old boy mm. will himself be walking up the aisle of uh, Westminster Abbey to undergo exactly the same thing. And I think the way Prince George and his siblings really have been involved at certain levels with all sorts of things, there's a wonderful gradual introduction going on here. And I think that augurs well for the future. And I think it's just great that it's seen as a sort of family get-together as well as a national coming together to witness something unseen for 70 long years. What an apprenticeship the King has had. Amazing. And finally, Prince Harry, I'll give you the headline. Prince Harry did tell US officials about his drug history when he applied for his visa. So that's all right then. 
Well, yes, I'm more interested in, allegedly, the fact that he was given what's called an O visa, which is something given to people, and I quote, of exceptional ability. Ah. Maybe I'm missing something? <laughs> I don't know. I think his exceptional gift is the fact that in the lottery of life, he was dealt a star prize. He was born royal. And let's face it, that's the one thing that makes him, and of course his touches, marketable. Caroline, thank you very much indeed. Caroline Aston there. If you